Hi guys. Hi. <clears throat> Hi. Hi. Logos Welding Bear. Will you teach me how to weld? Are you in Colorado? My munching on <clears throat> pizza. Hey fam. Hola. How art thou? I'm depressed. Well, I'm gonna block you. It's not acceptable. Um People can get depressed. I think I experience what could be called seasonal depression because when the dark uh, season comes, um, it just gets really <clears throat> quiet, which I normally like silence, but there's a combination of the dark and the silence that kind of is like, ugh. But um, the continuation of depression as an experience, uh, I believe a uh, form of uh, narcissism or self-importance is a prerequisite for that to linger because any action uh, that drives you away from experiencing that um, pretty much resolves the issue especially doing something kind for someone else almost immediately <coughs> so Colorado's turning to California yeah I think there's a battle to be had, though. Colorado, similar to California, um, regardless, I mean, uh, despite of, despite how it's perceived in the media or how it's represented um, disproportionately as one-sided or lefty, there's a lot of hidden uh, people in there in, burrowed down into their into their holes who are right-leaning uh, or they can't say it I mean just think how many people specifically Colorado it's easier to say what you believe California there's a bit of a consequence that's pretty immediate so that just means that there's more people than we know who uh, who really want to turn California around and it might be China China fornia if they don't t turn it around but it's possible to turn around. If it can get this way, it can get not this way. Getting outside even in the freaking cold is helpful. Yeah, definitely. Get outside. Go uh, go look at a tree. It sounds so dumb, but if you just go look at a tree... Uh, what do you think about Armenia, the war? I mean, that's the, that's, uh, their war. You know? There's nothing I can say. We gotta do some change, we gotta change our, we gotta get some signatures. You, just, you gotta, if war is in front of you, you gotta fight a war. You know? There's nothing that's, uh, I could say on Instagram that's gonna impact uh, the reality of two men 
combating with guns and knives in close uh, proximity. funny that's a funny so what do we want to talk about today let me see what I have to show you oh this is actually appropriate because I just played that video I'll play it right now um... of COVID so the case definition is is very simplistic it means at the time of death um, it, it was a COVID positive diagnosis. So that means that if you were in hospice and had already been given, you know, a few weeks to live, and then you also were found to have COVID, that would be counted as a COVID death. It means that if, um, technically, if even if you died of a clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time, it's still listed as a COVID death. So um, everyone who's listed as a COVID death doesn't mean that that was the cause of the death, but they had COVID at the time of death. I hope that's helpful. Oh yeah, it's definitely helpful. You're full of shit. You're basically, you can even tell by her body language. She's just like, what? <laughs> She's like, do I have to say this? Um, and then uh, this just showed up in my feed. Ontario death includes people who didn't die of COVID. But we don't know. Yeah, no shit. In fact, her even her claim uh, that uh, it's you know people uh, have COVID. Do you people don't understand this? The the there's no standard universal test. There's no universal standard for determining if you have a, a French tickler in your body. Okay. The the antibody test. According to the CDC and John Hopkins, uh, will produce a test positive if it's picking up on the previous four common strains of common cold. I mean, that's just that's that's them. They're saying that. I'm not saying that. And then the PCR test doesn't. I don't know if you guys know what the PCR test. It's basically. Um, something that takes a piece of molecular matter, DNA, and it magnifies it and amplifies it. The amplification pro the, the, the amplification, the stopping point, is all arbitrary depending on the company, depending on the machine. But what that does is it takes a little piece of cell and it amplifies it. It does a super magnification and then it's able to look at the actual matter that exists in that section of tissue. Tiny, 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 tiny. Um, but the thing is, there are a bunch of other uh, viruses, bacterias in your body that can show up because your body is shedding them. Um, and so if it picks up on a molecule, in this case, that represents the model that they've built of an amplified uh, molecule of Karunka, then, then they they are saying, well, you probably have it. That's all. It's that's all that's happening with the PCR test. But what's funny is that there are thousands, perhaps millions, of other vi uh, viruses and things um, in your body 
that are unidentified, uncalled. They're not called anything. They haven't been determined. They haven't been discerned or separated from other things. They're just in there. There's no way for us to go through and isolate every single molecule that looks like uh, something else and determine if it is in fact that or not. So what they're doing is they're just pointing to this tiny microscopic map that's amplified and they're, re- they're putting it next to some other amplified thing and saying, well, that looks similar. You have COVID. Which is why they get away with the narrative that you can have it without any symptoms. Oh, oh, you can have it and then not have it and then have it again and then have it again and then not have it again. Just, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Bullshit! So... Uh, you can look into that. You can uh, you can ask someone who runs a PCR test. It's probably someone who follows me. Uh, you could look it up. Find out what exactly that is. Look up Dr. Mullins, who invented it. He unfortunately died before this, but if he was alive, he would have been telling everybody, this is not a legitimate test to determine if someone has a disease or some virus. It merely amplifies matter, molecular matter, and to the to the degree where you can view it, but it has in no way is the test uh, of a valid or reliable source in in determining that you have something in your body called a disease or a virus. That's because you can have a particle in your body that is very similar to a molecule found only uh, in a rhinoceros. Does that mean you have a rhinoceros in your body? No, that's exactly what's happening. We know it's bullshit. More people are knowing it's bullshit. It's just that more people need to say that it's bullshit for the critical mass, the 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 talking heads to go, okay, well now we have to kind of like make this disappear like the N1H1 just disappeared. So uh, that's that. I mean, it doesn't get any more clearer than that. You know, look at this lady. That's the that's the little bull dyke bulldog lady, Mayor Lightfoot. Bef- when she first got a job, it's like when you see those pictures of women who get sent to liberal arts colleges before and after. It's bi- it's pretty much a consistent uh, causal relationship between um, moderate to zero progressivism to super high speed turbo uh, progressivism. Look at the difference there. She really just, oof. Um, do you guys notice how in Sweden they're not wearing masks and everybody goes, all these all these retarded uh, robots are like, yeah, because they followed directions and they were able to get it under control, unlike us. Well, according to the people you're listening to, uh, we don't know if you have a virus. You can be contagious and not even know it. So that's why you have to make a mask. So why is it that places like Sweden, how would you know that they have it under control if you can, one, have a disease, a deadly disease without knowing it, without symptoms, and you can transmit it to other people without knowing it? How is How are we so certain Sweden uh, can take off their masks? You know? If you can get the virus again... And again, reinfection. So you can't say 
Sweden followed the, the rules and, they, and that's why they're able to lift restrictions. You can't say that because that's appealing to the same people who say you never have a time. There's never a time where you know you have something or not. That's why it's such bullshit. It's, it's basically unfalsifiable. So in other words, if you need to wear a mask because you don't know that you're infected with a deadly disease because you don't have symptoms, please tell me scientifically, at what point are we ever walking around where we don't know we might have a deadly disease and we don't have symptoms for? Basically, the argument is we should always be in a mask always because you could always say, well, you might have a disease and, and not know it because it's asymptomatic and it might be contagious, but we don't know. So anyone who's arguing for wearing a mask for that reasoning is arguing for wearing a mask for the rest of your fucking life, you stupid idiots. What's my understanding of germ theory? Not much. I have a book that I'm uh, only about an eighth through called Goodbye Germ Theory. Uh, it's very interesting, and uh, I haven't been turned off by it, so I'm going to keep reading it, and then I'll get back to you. It's the biggest scam in history. I think so. I think it's at more at a global level than the, than the moon landing because it's so much more direct. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about all the scams, all the fear-mongering, the fear tactics that... Uh, powers that be used over the course of history <coughs> in the modern sense uh there's you know the radiation the 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 nuclear bombs wmds al-qaeda suicide bombers climate change and i saw it visually on, a, on like a graph like the magnitude or reach of these lies and how they're used at different points in time so in other words if you look at the map of this realm and you say okay this particular scare tactic let's say nuclear bombs you could only really scare people if you can present a uh, a justifiable narrative uh for being afraid of bombs uh for example tension between two countries who allegedly have these kind of um weapons and a good enough reason to think one or the other would attack the other and so that's a prerequisite. That's a setup like a, to a, you know, like there's setups for jokes. There's, um, there's the opening scene to a, to a film, the, the, uh, the opening shot. Consider that the narrative is the opening scene or what needs to be established, the establishing shot for the scene to be sold. You know, the background, the, the context, the introduction, uh, introduction, introduction of the characters, the antagonist, the protagonist, and whatnot. whatnot. And so that's at that level. So there's a constraint there. You can't just say nuclear bombs and scare everybody because it requires a little bit more detailed setup to sell that fear to someone. So you need that tension. So that doesn't always work. Um, climate change uh, visually on the, the realm, the map of the realm, uh, encapsulates everybody because it's just like, it's it's this big scary thing that affects everybody the same way and um 
you're not safe from it. But the problem with climate change is that it's not immediate enough. It's too out there. 10 years, 7 years, 13 years, 20 years. It's going to happen, guys. And so even if you believed it, you live your daily life not in complete fear of it. Uh, even if you believe that nonsense, even if you're harping every day and posting all these Greenpeace bullshit uh, videos, you still generally operate as if that's not the case yet. Uh, but it's something out there in the future. And so the climate change uh, hoax didn't work insofar as it's uh, be, being a Trojan horse to pushing um, basically a resource-based economy, the UN Agenda 2133, you know, living smart, uh, you know, sustainable development, all of these big platforms that over 193 countries are behind. Um, that didn't work. It's too far out there, even for the people who believe it, even for little Greta. It's too far out. So you need more of an immediate approach. So what you do is you make everyone uh, a potential enemy to others and uh, others a potential enemy to themselves. And that's what uh, the, the germ theory does, you know, in, in a metaphoric and literal sense is that people think they might be a virus and they think other people might be a virus and only a guy in a lab coat can tell you if that fear is justifiable and then everybody who's blowing the lab coat guy is uh just barfing out his uh his uh you know their appeal to authority and so they get little minions these little uh proxy warriors uh mascots and you, they're everywhere. They're literally, they're everywhere. They're rampant. Uh, they're the perverts in the store, the grown men with the masks, uh, aggressively harassing a, a young woman with her baby. They're everywhere. Um, and so visually it made so much sense. I saw it like all sort of false flags, sort of, uh, you know, fear-based tactics for control they operate like at, at a magnitude level. Like you can draw a circle around it and, and look, look out on a map and be like, how big can this fear, how big is the magnitude or the diameter of this potential narrative? And I realized that this, uh, someone said this is the biggest scam. I would say it's, it's, it's the most applicable in every area of existence. Uh, it's a scam that has a diameter equal to uh, the entirety of our physical realm. Because as long as you have a, a black mirror uh, and people around you have a black mirror and they're eating this shit up, it will impact you, even if you know it's bullshit. Uh, I just thought that was interesting that that could be visually presented on a piece of paper, literally, like... Uh, the impact zone basically or the you know like a you know when a earthquake hits you see the the diameter of its uh damage narratives have a diameter of damage a diameter of influence and uh the people who push these lies and purposefully know that they're effective i think they understand some version of this diameter i might be using an abstract visual sense they probably have data they probably have hard data that that's predictable enough to say this particular fear yields this much uh return 
Their return on their investment in fear is compliance. Compliance is the return on investment of fear. It's stock market. You know, you know what I mean? There's actually a term in stock markets called uh, availability cascades. There's actually, if you look it up, there's a term called availability entrepreneurs. And what that refers to, an availability cascade, is the confidence in which people have in a certain uh, mutual fund or certain stock or certain category of uh, field. Um, the cascade, the availability cascade refers to the time frame in which like a wave, you know, like a cascade is like a wave, the time frame in which the, that, the confidence in that wave uh, maintains itself. Like it's like, a, it's like a shelf life of confidence in a stock, in a particular trend. And all of media now is in the uh, arena, in the business of availability cascades. I would argue uh, climate change or the Russian collusion bullshit had, you know, those are examples of very long uh, cascades. The, the, availabil the availability in it, uh, the ability to turn a profit with either compliance or clicks or appeal to uh, mainstream media uh, the, you know, that has had a wide long-standing availability cascade and, and eventually the cascade crashes just like a wave. And then you have to create a new thing that you, um, you get people on board with. And now the coronavirus and pandemics in general, I believe that cascade has been, uh, building itself like a slow wave building in the ocean for, uh, a couple decades. I think every new virus, Ebola, uh, Zo whatever, Zoloft, whatever they call them, every two years, every election year. Um, these are, these are a long, this is a long building cascade and, uh, and they're going to be able to use it so long as people don't see through it. And so, uh, yeah, I just, I was just thinking about that and how, uh, how that there's a relationship, there's an economics to, uh, fear and, and the return on investment of, of selling fear is, is compliance. And that, uh, supports my, my other position that compliance is then literally a currency if that's true. So, uh, it's pretty nuts to see it in real time and to look at it and understand it because everyone's behavior is some weird market exchange in a weird way. You know, and it's like, I don't want to reduce behavior to that because there's a spiritual element. But when you see people without spirit and they're vacant and they're operating solely on fear, uh, it still means there's a spiritual element. It's the departure. It's the, uh, it's the, you know, the privation, uh, the, the denial of their spirit, the denial of their faith and, uh, their full on faith, uh, in a way uh, in fear and they love it because they're, uh, masochists. Those, those people in the video I showed with my wife, they're basically masochists. They want to see, they love it. They, they whack off to destruction. They want everyone in suffering because it's equality. The only equality is suffering. What else? What else? Oh, this is funny. Ben Shapiro, ben Shapiro parts Colorado River while leading Exodus from California. 
and I commented, Ben Shapiro doesn't know how to part anything that's wet. But, um, shh, well, I see what you did there. It's, it's mildly inappropriate, but I, but I see what you did there. I mean, people are free to like your comedy. I don't, I don't particularly see it as comedy. But, 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 you, but, but that's what makes America so great, is that someone like that, someone with a dumb name like Jim Bob, probably grew up in the sticks. Probably a uh, very low level of education. You know, my wife's a doctor. Um, he is free to say whatever he wants. Just because I am the target of what he is saying, it doesn't mean that I, I want to, you know, stop or diminish his, his right to do so. That, 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 that is why the feather pens, that, that is why the funny, the funny man in the wigs, that, 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 that is why they, 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 they foresaw, they had, they had just amazing foresight. And then that, that's not to be confused with foreskin. Have I done acting with Keanu? Ah, uh, no. But Keanu has seen my work. Neo has seen my work. It's the only name dropping I'll ever do, I think. Can I do an Im imitation of Joe Biden? Come on, man! Zer... Come on, man. I I was the I was the one who I have to listen to him. I'll probably make a cartoon of him. He's just so easy though. I wanna make a cartoon of him rambling about and bragging about he was the one who um who like uh invented who created the, the free the gun free zones. And there's no other there's no other candidate who has as much uh kids' blood on their hands as him. How do I know? Because I have, I have my friend is friends with him, and he showed him. He actually showed him the pee pee and the poo poo, one. So. When does cheating and lying backfire? Uh, pretty much immediately. Uh, you could argue from the pragmatic sense and the moral sense uh, that it backfires. Because every lie you tell, you have to come up with a couple more to prop up that lie. It's like building a house from the top down, and you can't do that. Uh, it's not structure. There's no structure or foundation. The only, the only foundation is truth, um, and that's why, um, you know, those of you who remember a really old uh, stream that uh, Owen Benjamin did about how if you're building a house, I was a carpenter before, so I know this, um, is that it has to be true. Uh, the foundation has to be true. The, the, the studs, the beams, they all have to be true and flush and accurate. And they actually have to have a very small margin of error because if you're off one eighth of an inch, which is a, a lot, let's say it's even less than that. If you're off, you know, one sixteenth of an inch, that one sixteenth then doubles for every uh, measurement, and so the end the end result of a one sixteenth off engineered anything 
uh, will be very off. It'll be leaning. And so, uh, so yeah, the consequences are both pragmatic and the moral uh, consequences of cheating or lying is that you're literally lying to yourself and you're investing in illusion. And so if you lie and you invest in illusion and deception, you actually can't know what's true. And if you don't know what's true, you can't really behave in the world uh, consistently. You can't know, you can't, you can't make, you can't even make future decisions about lying because uh, a perfect example is Joe Biden. He doesn't even know if he's lying or not anymore. He's so stricken with relativism, uh, with the justification of saying whatever will get him further along on his little path that he doesn't even distinguish a lie anymore. He doesn't even know the difference. He just, it's just words now. So I think Joe Biden is a really great example in the flesh of what uh, you're asking. So it backfires when you become Joe Biden. Tell the truth or at least don't lie. Yeah. And there's a difference there. You know, I make fun of Peterson a lot, but that's a true statement because you can say what you really believe to be true and be wrong. You're not lying about it. You're lying when someone proves to be wrong and then you double down on it and you know it's not true. That's why deceit, deception is a moral issue because it's a choice. You're making a choice. Depends on what you mean. You know, when you, when you, when you lie, when you reject truth, you know, the consequences are, are, are direct. They correlate directly to your experience. So it's like, that's what makes it true, that there are consequences. Fuck. You know, it's like there are consequences to me taking on cussing now. It's like my agents, they're like little rats. They're like little rodents and leeches. And they're like, Jordan, you probably don't want to do that. And I'm like, fuck you, pimp. You're not even dressed well enough to be my pimp. I'm more dressed like a pimp than you are. The fuck is this shit? Yes, I signed in blood. At the moment it, it occurred as true. Now I have to deal with the consequences. Ben, what should we what should America do with Armenian Azerbaijan Jane? Azerbaijan? Sounds like a, Dis, a section of Disney. I bet that's a section of Disney. It doesn't even exist. Well, I, I'm I'm pretty much an uh, a non-interventionist, except for Israel. I think we should, you know, America should focus on their, their own people and their own wars, except for Israel. And the thing is, what's going on in Armenia is what's going on in Armenia. If it said, if the news said Armenia, U.S. conflict, I would say we need to get involved. Now, that that is not (laughs) 
There are more viruses and bacteria in our bodies than red blood cells. Yeah. So this, it's just a fear tactic. Again, for any of you who weren't on, if someone's arguing that you should wear a mask because you don't know if you have a deadly disease because you might not have symptoms, tell them, ask them at what point in time in your life, let's say you're 25 now, at what point in your life is that not the case? That you could have a virus and be asymptomatic and not know it and give it to someone else. Uh, anytime. Anytime. That, anyone arguing for wearing a mask with that line of argumentation is basically saying we should make, wear masks forever because we don't know if we have a, a deadly virus because we can be asymptomatic and the test results uh, aren't reliable. These are people who need to face the wall. JBP disappeared in one of the most eventful years ever. Yeah, I think he was told to step out this one. I think he, uh, I think he was told to take the sideline for this one. You know, wait till it blows over. He can recuperate. He might grow a giant beard and become like an Orthodox Christian just out of nowhere. I could totally see that. I hope he does that. We know if the experts tell us exactly. Uh, thoughts on who backpedaling? Um, I think when the CDC backpedals or presents something that's consistent with the opposition's view, I think a lot of it is tactical. Uh, what it does is it establishes, um, it still establishes authority. And so you end up appealing to it when it, when it suits your, your needs or your view. But all the best stance is all of it's bullshit and you shouldn't believe anything they say, even if it feels good to be like, look, look, they, they, they're saying what we say now. Don't do that. I know it's tempting. I probably have done it. It's just that it's a, it's a, a method of manufacturing consent. It controls the, the, uh, the discourse and it basically takes your spotlight, your truth spotlight, your logic sword, and uh, it points it back at them. And it's a way, it's, the, it's no different than Trump uh, saying he has coronavirus. He's simply taking all the lights that are pointing in all directions and he's, and he's going, okay, I'm going to take the, fl all the lights are going to be pointed back on me. And now I get to uh, dominate the media, the spotlight, because I have, I, not only because I claim now that I have this imaginary uh, cold, common cold, but, uh, but that, uh, he gets to control the narrative of how the comp, that common cold is viewed because he has it. It's firsthand experience. So he gets, he becomes the authority. And so, um, it's, it's, uh, politics, you know, the theater, it's like, it's like politics is it's political theater. It's like, there really is a stage. There really are makeup. There really are writers. There really are actors. 
background actors. There really are costumes. And uh, the, the difference in political theater is that sometimes the actors have control of the light, the, the light uh, console, you know. You know, it's usually run by a little nerd who uh, likes being around theater but is afraid to sing show tunes. They're just, you know, hunched over. They're like, I'll just do the lights. I'll just do the lights and stuff and the sound and the control board. So that person's kind of irrelevant because the, the, the actor, the politician, the president, whoever, can actually uh, say and do things to get the light on them. And it can be very uh, methodical. Scientific, even. You can actually, like, produce results uh, consistently. So, uh, don't appeal. You can point out backpedaling, but you really don't get into the habit of appealing because all that does is prop up the who. And who is nobody? They're just, they're a bunch of commies. They want a one world government and they know that health is the best Trojan horse for that. So just don't. Just stop. It's better to say who is nonsense. Thank you. Great comments. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I found out yesterday my daughter, she's four and she can spell backwards really well. For any word she does know how to spell, she it's funny because she she's like me. She can look out into space and she can visually see the word floating in space and it allows her to spell it backwards because she's literally looking at it. Uh, and no, I don't give her hallucinogenics. I think she has a photographic memory. Um, I looked it up and that's what the who told me. Who told me it's a photographic memory? <laughs> Do you know the chairman of Hollywood? Is that is that a Chinese reference? Because the question itself answers itself. And I think that's a very smart question if that's what you meant. Jordan, what's your philosophy on systematic oppression? And do you enjoy your KFC bucket meal? Well... You know, it's like, unless someone got me the bucket, it's like, of course I, I enjoy it. It's like, why would I purchase something and not enjoy it? It's like, unless I'm trying it for the first time, which that's not the case. But, but most of you don't know, I actually eat my KFC raw. All of my meat I eat raw. Otherwise, I, I sleep. And I don't like sleep. Because in a way, it, it's mimicking death. And death is the enemy. Death is chaos. It's the great unknown. It's like, for any argument I have, death has a better argument. It's like, fuck. Fuck, that's deep. It's like, someone take a picture of me. And put a filter on it. And then write it. 
and then put quotes in it. And then I'll sign and use a picture of my autograph and put that below it. That's what people are doing. It's extremely effective. It's like everyone who's anyone has a picture of themselves in the background and a quote of them in the foreground. And at the bottom, it's signed by the person who's in the background. It's all very self-referential. And I speak, I think it speaks to the, 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 the extreme narcissism that, that we're experiencing in the world, mostly due to structural fires. Does Joe Rogan work for Zionists? <coughs> I have no idea. Uh, what should people do in California about the mask? You got to just collectively say no. Like I made a post the other day and I was like, I put it out there in December. And the reason I did, didn't say immediately because immediately um, doesn't account for other people needing the confidence and seeing other people are going to do it. And uh, that's something people have to consider about uh, actions in reality. Like you can just, you that doesn't mean that you can't just stop wearing masks and people see it and they get inspired. That's actually really effective. Um, but if there's like an actual known movement specifically for that action and there's a time, you know, there's a beginning, middle and end and people, that's how we live. We live consistent with that. And so it's more effective to put it out there so that there's a goal and uh, people can organize themselves to do it. Uh, so people are like, well, do it right now. I'm like, yeah, do that. But if you're going to get people who are otherwise a little bit timid um, to give them the confidence, they need to be able to see that they're not alone. And that's a huge element because guess what? Everybody bought into this shit with the same psychological methodology. Critical mass groupthink. So in a way, groupthink can work uh, toward the truth too. Inspire people don't wear... Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's all about the smile, like that thing I shared about the smile. It's like, you don't w not wear the mask because you don't tell me what to do. That's underneath it, right? But there's not a good enough reason to inspire people because the people who don't agree with that will be like, you're just being, you're just being a contrarian. It's like, but if you say no, seeing each other smile, sharing laughter and joy with each other is more important than uh, getting a little sick and getting a little stuffy nose like I have right now. Like, if I took a PCR test, I probably would have Karunka. But there's no, there's, it's a, the, the measure, the, it's not even close. Guess what? If my grandma was going to die of the flu and they said, well, you can't, you have to cover your face from an, for an unknown amount of time and uh, in order to save your grandma, I would say, fuck you. My grandma's old. She lived a good life. I'm not in charge of her death. Neither are you. So uh, I'm in charge of my life. And I say, 
we share laughter and smiles is uh, more important than uh, not getting a common cold that literally kills nobody. If you multiply a PCR test long enough, you will find COVID everywhere. Yeah, that's actually true. Because if you magnify enough, you'll see enough information. And so long as the information uh, shares the likeness of the magnified information of a virus, then you can say you have a virus. That is why they needed to go with asymptomatic. Well, you just don't have symptoms. I don't know. No, it's because all you did is test positive and make an assumption about a PCR test. You know what I mean? All you did is make an assumption. Uh, My daughter likes mermaids, so I drew this for her. Pretty cool. Um... That guy's terrible. That guy's terrible. Look at that guy. Should I meme that guy? Look at that guy. Oh my God. Look at his eyes. Look at his, look at the lust. That's lust. That's someone who's at a strip club. That's someone who's about to commit fornication with a stranger in an alley. Look at the eyes. Oh, there's so much, so much in there. Here's a video of a guy. I think I don't know if he's the uh, inventor, but he's he's. I believe he's dead now. Measurement for things like. I want to ask this to Kerry. How do they um, misuse PCR to <coughs> estimate uh, all these so- supposed free viral RNAs that may or may not be there? Uh, is this, um, I think misuse PCR is not quite. I don't think you can misuse PCR. No, the results, the interpretation of it. See, if you if you if you can say, if if, if they wanted, if, if they could find this virus in you at all, and with PCR, if you do it well, you can find almost anything in anybody. It starts making you believe in the sort of Buddhist notion that everything is contained in everything else, right? I mean, because if you can mo- amplify one single molecule up to a to something that you can really measure which PCR can do, then there's just very few molecules that you don't have at least one single one of them in your body, okay? So that could be... That's it. I mean, that's it in a nutshell. That guy knows. That guy knows exactly what he's saying. Now he can't say it because I don't think he's alive. But everyone's appealing, and it's perfect that they're appealing to that test because not enough people are knowing why that's uh, flawed and they need to it's it's horrific and it just shows that people are in a state of appeal to authority and they're not trusting their own senses and they're not they're not trusting their own reasoning so they're saying yeah that doesn't make sense but there must be a doctor somewhere that can justify why that's no longer true and then they come up with some bullshit you know, someone tried to tell me the other day that this, this lady of COVID. So the case definition is, is very simplistic. It means, you know, you've all seen it. 
Someone tried to tell me in the comments that I that that clip is taken out of context. How can that be out of context? What is she talking about? Is she talking about whales? It's explicit, and she's not even the only one who said that said this. These are trolls. My weakness is I interact with people as if there's not a farm of just bots that uh, have learned how to read. Uh, posts and have learned to just kind of like compile a believable yet stupid attempt at a refutation. I think I'm like near boomer. I, I think I'm a near boomer as far as technology because um, I just assume people are real and they're just dumb. But uh, I'm starting to learn that the technology might be a a little more advanced to the point where I'm just surprised that humans like that exist, but they might not exist, and that's kind of part of the psyop. Actual bots are like stupid people. Yeah, it's like, how do you discern the two? I've definitely talked directly with stupid people, but the bot thing, it's like, it, like the fact that stupid people exist um, makes it more likely that you can create a bot that's believable so long as it's it's just representing a stupid person. Now, when they get to the bot level where they can actually represent someone with a, a good argument, I mean, that'll be, that'll be a, the implications will be greater. So, anyway, I have to go. Um, but, uh, <clears throat> If you want to support me, buy Savage Memes Volume 2 at madebyjimbob.com. Uh, use the code word LIBERTY. Use the code word LIBERTY. If you want a painted meme, um, you can DM me and uh, you can pick your own favorite comic or multiple comics and I'll give you a price. Uh, and so uh, those are, that's something I really enjoy doing, by the way. Like I really, it's like up there with playing guitar, painting comics is very fun i have about eight orders ahead of me that i have to do but if you want to get ahead of that get a christmas present for someone um i think it's like one of the most thoughtful and really unique uh gifts you can give is something painted by me and something that's funny and relevant and uh will last forever because it's on it's physical um otherwise have a great day um, and I'll see you tomorrow at 1.30. Love you.